Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? Or I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Reboot. Well, a reboot, boys, is when Hollywood wants to make a lot of money without the hassle of creating a new movie. So they take an old movie and change just enough to make you pay for the same shit all over again. Those greedy fucking animals. Oh, it's insidious. And oh, yeah. welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reboot demon, brother. Uh, I'm your co-host, Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> Here, co-host, Alec. <laughs> and uh, this is the Macho Man uh, yeah. podcast hour. Rest in power. Oh, yeah, no man kidding, man. For the rapture. It's true. It's true. Well, he stopped it. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> there was a... Uh, when uh, so you know, like it was supposed to be the rapture, but Randy Savage died the day before or whatever. So there was a bunch of fan art online of people making these Renaissance style oil like uh, paintings of Randy Savage elbow dropping God <laughs> to like stop the rapture. <laughs> Dude is, oh man, very vascular. <laughs> Say that <laughs> vascular. Yeah. That's. I mean, you're not nice wrong. Putting like rocked to death by steroids. <laughs> I guess. Ooh. So what's going on, Alex? Another week. Yeah, another one in the bag. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty pretty normal week. Not a lot. Cool. Of, not a lot of cool stuff happened. What about what about you? You do anything interesting? Um, I mean, uh, I well, so I remember how I was going to try to become friend of crow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that going? No crows in my area. <laughs> I did a bunch of research, but we also have, like, two dogs, and now there's our roommates have cats and shit, so, like, mm, yeah. I'm not going to become friend Dangerous of crow. Dangerous so environment fr- for crow. Right. Friend of crow has to be uh, temporarily suspended, postponed. Um, so I have decided to start getting heavily into wine, and I'm going to try to go for my level one. Like the sommelier cert, yeah. Mm, okay. So the level one classes, I'm not going to get them next. I'm not going to be able to get them this year because the final registration date is the 15th. But that gives me an entire year to prepare and train. Uh, it is a six month class. It's seven hundred dollars, and I can do it online. And they send me an eighteen bottle wine tasting kit. Hmm. All right. And a level one cert basically means I'll know the history of the wine and the grape and things like that. Um, a level two can tell you everything a level one can, but a level two also knows the proper way to serve every wine and what glass and things like that. And then a number, a level three can do everything a two and one can, but a number three can also tell you the grape, the year, the vintage, the region from a blind taste test. Right. And that's why there's only 236 master psalms in the world right now. Yeah. I so remember, uh, very, very elite. I think I watched the first 10 minutes of that Netflix thing. Psalm. Uh, Different thing. 
Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. I mean, they were talking about the, uh, the like the cert process a little bit in there. Oh, I thought you were making a joke to like the horror movie. Oh no, no, no. There's a. I don't know if it's still on there. I assume so, but there's a doc on Netflix called Som that's just about the Somalia process. Oh, okay. Watch it, oh, maybe. Yeah. Um. So remember a couple episodes ago, we were talking about like, oh, we could buy this IP for old video games and like give them a rebuff, and they'd probably be pretty cheap and stuff. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay, it turns out that Soul Reaver, Deus Ex, oh, right. Tomb Raider, all of those. Square Enix has just been acquired by a group called the Embracer Group. Square Enix was acquired, like the Final Fantasy or, people, or like no, the, those are all some of their games, right? Some of like, some of their copyright because they Square Enix, I uh, owns like Tomb Raider and stuff, but they sold off that property. Mm-hmm. Like the movie, so like, no, the games. Okay, so. As of currently, Embracer Group now owns the license to all of those. Um, Embracer Group is formerly Nordic Games, which turned into THQ. Oh, right. I always wonder why it was THQ Nordic. But okay. Yeah, so it used to be Nordic, then they turned into THQ, and then they rebranded as Embracer Group. And they have currently... Um, they bought a few different developers and now they own the intellectual property to the stretchers and little nightmares along with God, this list is very impressive, but some of the main things, the the story based borderlands stuff too. Yeah. Like tomb Raider. uh, They got, it was 300 million and they acquired assets for square Enix Europe for 300 million. So they got Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, Square Enix Montreal, and Tomb Raider Deus Ex Thief, Legacy of Cain, and more than 50 others. Yeah. Wow. All right. Legacy so of Cain. Hmm. I die not Soul Reaver, man. Like, <laughs> Dude, I've been it, seeing... It, it uh, might be in the pipeline. Randomly on TikTok, there's like this young gal who's streaming herself playing through Legend of Lagaya. I'll see it every now and then. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't sat down to cut. watch the stream too much, but I see like you recognize the game instantly, right? Like that one muscly dude. I, oh, yeah. I, like I just saw him. I was like, oh, fuck. I know what's happening here. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's. Yeah. It makes me want to play again. Yeah. What a cool game. To go set up an emulator or something. There was a second. There was a sequel to that too that i never got to touch was there hmm. yeah came out like i almost think it came out like 10 years after the first one <laughs> oh, okay a little past the past right the um anyway alex my yeah. friend my buddy my uh co-host extraordinaire yeah. uh why don't you tell our audience our hearers uh, what they're going to be dipping into today. Well, I think you can tell from the clip up front that we are talking about the movie Ready to Rumble. With David Arquette, David Arquette. Sting, Goldberg, Diamond the Macho Dallas Page, Page. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> no, we're talking about Spider-Man, <laughs> and that clip was from Bonesaw, who was played by 
Macho Man Randy Savage. Bonesaw McGraw! Bonesaw and the Bonettes. A weird name for a group of cheerleaders, but <laughs> Bonettes. We're talking about Spider-Man 2002 and The Amazing Spider-Man 2010, 2012? 2012, I think. 2012. The Garfield, the Andrew Garfield one. So, uh, let's get into it, true believers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex, what's your experience with Spider-Man? Uh, um, all right. Kind of a lot of stuff here, I guess. The 90s cartoon show, watched a lot of it. Uh, yep. Yeah, like, I think all of it. I don't know. I haven't gone back and rewatched it, but I remember a lot of stuff from that. Um. I saw at least the first two Tobey Maguire movies when they were in theaters. I think I have totally missed the third one because I really do not remember any symbiote stuff. Or maybe I did see that one too and just like blocked it out of my memory. Actually, that feels more right now that I'm talking about it. Um, <laughs> I did not see either of the Andrew Garfield ones <coughs> when they came out. Um, and I have watched the Tom Holland ones. Since they okay. out. And I did see uh, No Way Home pretty recently. That actually made me want to watch the, well, we should do like spoiler alerts maybe for Spider-Man No Way Home. But those did make me want to check out the Andrew Garfield ones even before we oh, talked about be- watching them. Because, yeah, because of the Doctor Strange merging the universes. Yeah, well, because he, yeah, yeah. he's in, he shows up in the movie, and I felt like right. it was actually like one of the better parts of that movie. Like, Andrew Garfield specifically kind of stole the show yeah. for me. So I was like, oh, I should give these a swing. And then we talked about watching them, and then I got to watch it, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> All right. What about you, you big spider head web head? Uh, I am not a web head. I actually, so. Oh, I play gonna, the games too a lot. They're really good. Uh, I actually don't like Spider-Man. Oh, okay. You're not a I, fan like, of I, like I, the smart alecky superhero thing. Well, I am, but just Spider-Man I've always found. So when I was a kid, I grew up on the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, like with the Batman cartoon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, <laughs> like all those like Fox cartoon shows I grew up on. Yeah. That theme song that you just did lives in my head rent free (laughs) so much. And I will hear it in my head. I don't know what it's a fucking banger, man. It really is. is. (laughs) It really is. Um, And then of course, leaping through the air to the music. Right. And then uh, like the Ramones doing the Spider-Man theme. Like oh, when they yeah, covered the Spider-Man out, here theme. Comes the Spider-Man. Um yep. so I remember the cartoon, and then sometimes I'll remember the Spider-Man cartoon, and it'll seem like a fever dream because that cartoon went so off the rails towards the final wild. episodes. Yeah, like especially because they get into the like the timeline stuff there, and then you have like, yeah, with name, all, like all the Madam Spider Madam no, Web or something. It's Madam Web, yeah. Madam Web. So yeah. like w- when Peter yeah, like Mary Jane dies, and then like Peter goes through the <laughs> like time thing it's just that show gets fucking weird i had the action figure of the spider-man where he's got like his normal spidey suit and then he has like two two extra human arms on each side coming out out of his armpits so he's like you know (laughs) eight-legged spider an eight-limbed spider right right if you squeeze his legs his arms would spin around i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) so i watched the cartoon i played the first spider-man game for playstation Mm -hmm. and then 
as I got older, like I didn't bother seeing the Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah. Um, but since then, I have seen like bits and parts of it. I pretty well acquainted with the memes at this point, right? Like I feel like anyone yeah, well, who exists online at least knows like the it, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. It, it's just like over the course of just existing and how popular Spider-Man is as like a yeah. piece of pop culture. I've seen all three movies, like. And either someone had them on or I was in a house and they were oh, being sure. played. And, yeah. you know, so I've seen bits and parts and pieces of them and I get it. Um, but I, I just don't. I've always found Spider-Man grading to the point where, like, I'm not interested in Tom Holland. I never bothered seeing uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I don't like I don't like Spider-Man, Batman and Superman. And for my own, like all three are fine grading. But Spider-Man, I've always found to just I get he's supposed to be like quippy and like quirky and like sarcastic but he just comes off as a whiny little nerd <laughs> sure yeah i get like yeah because everyone like they're always saying like oh spider-man you know he's like quick talking like smart alecky kid or whatever but it's hard to like do that well i guess <laughs> or like have it come it, across in, it, a convincing I, in my way. in my mind it worked well in the cartoons, but I also haven't yeah. seen that cartoon since like 1996 or whatever, Maybe right? Want to revisit it? Yeah, the, right. the newest. And I think it's Crystal Dynamics or something. The newest, the newer Spider-Man games. So like Spider-Man and then Spider-Man Miles Morales. I think sure. they they get a pretty good balance. Like they're I don't know a Peter Parker well, that is made entirely by video game designers tends to be a better balance than, <laughs> so than this was by the, a real person. Well, so this was the first time I had seen, again, like it goes back to who's a better Spider-Man, who's a better Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. Andrew Garfield. A people like to have. Yeah. Andrew Garfield, mediocre Peter, fine. Cool Spider-Man, though. Like, I think it helps, I, too, I, that by like, the time the Andrew Garfield one came out, they already had, like, it's the same people making the movie. It, well, not the same directors and everything, but, like, you know, they have three Spider-Man films under their belt at that point. So, right. Like, the quality of like the Spider-Man movements and the shit he does with his webs is like way better by that one. Um, I don't right. remember the third one really at all, but yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, they have kind some of, of the same production team and stuff and outside of the suit. <laughs> Toby McGuire is also just like goofy as shit. To look at. <laughs> I mean, so, all right, uh, well, let's, let's get into this. Um, yeah, sure. uh, so, and the reason why we're doing Spider-Man and then the amazing Spider-Man is because oh, yeah. uh, Tom, Tom Holland doesn't have a Spider-Man origin story. And yeah. the first time you see him, it's actually in civil war. Yeah, and then by the time, up. yeah. And then Spider-Man, when he gets his own movie in uh, homecoming, he's already developed Spidey powers and stuff. Yeah. And he's already like done the Avengers I felt like this would be a better like one to one comparison because they're both like origin story movies and right. I love it now that people are like oh we know about Spider Man we can skip all that shit right like now Marvel, but you know for you say that like, there's a prequel television show announced for Disney Plus called Spider Man Freshman Year oh. it's gonna be about Parker's origin story in the early days <laughs> okay. using Spider Man in the MCU well <laughs> fine all right so it's it, I mean yeah I guess like it kind of well. All right, now I'm gonna have to backtrack a bit. Him showing up in Civil War yeah. was like a pretty big surprise in the first place because of right. this like Sony owning the license rights for Spider-Man on screen kind of thing, and not Disney. He's like one of the few. There's a thing that Marvel was going bankrupt 
a while ago and they sold off their most pop- popular like they sold off this film rights to their most popular characters. Right. Like the X-Men and Spider-Man. And so like the ones that were left were kind of like the D-list guys. They're like the most famous ones now, but like Iron Man and Thor were kind of like a joke before they started right. making these movies. Um yeah, so like Spider-Man showing up at all was like and he was like on loan from Sony for Civil right. War. Kind of a weird deal. And then I think <laughs> they worked out something more sort of long term, but I'm sure Sony's yeah, still getting paid did, for the time. Disney Hall was stuff. like, everyone loves Spider-Man. Here, take it. Like yeah. <laughs> please take more money. It worked. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh, people are very excited about I mean I am. I think there's some of the well, I don't know. I don't like watch I guess it's mostly been Spider-Man stuff coming out. I'm not super motivated by like the single character Marvel movies, but I do like the Spider-Man ones, and then I like the Doctor Strange ones. Oh yeah, Multiverse like of Madness Doctor came Strange. out today or yesterday. Yeah, it did. Uh, I'm gonna read apparently... all about it. And you want me to go on the? We <laughs> want me to go on a Wikipedia and just spoil the whole thing right now? No, let's please not do that. Uh, I gotta go and apparently watch WandaVision for this to make full sense so i'm gonna do that oh because the tat right yeah 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 so i'm aware i have the first season of wandavision on deck right i'm aware um but yeah so we're doing they're getting a prequel uh series on disney plus as a cartoon for spider-man and his origin stories it's always a weird Um, move to take like (laughs) so tom holland's gonna be even older than he is in the first spider-man movie in this prequel show Okay. Yeah, but it's a cartoon. Oh, oh, it's a cartoon. Oh, it's okay. animated. Oh, all right. Well, let's see how that goes. So you know, um, but that's why Alex and I are doing this Spider-Man 2002 and then Amazing Spider-Man. They're self-contained, yeah. uh, with the exception of like their own sequels and things like that. Yeah. And then, Did you know, you there's know, a fourth Tobey Maguire up. Spider-Man plan, but it got canceled. Gonna have, uh, Sam Raimi's talking about it again currently. They were going to have Anne Hathaway play Black Cat, which is interesting because she goes I mean, to it, play Catwoman. Catwoman, <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, do you want to start with uh, Spider Campbell? Or... Toby, Toby McGee? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think it was made for? Oh, God. Hey, it looks like... Okay, so it's 2002... 2002. CGI is kind of new, and they had to get rid of that whole... Well, I guess it doesn't cost money to cut scenes, but I bet it cost a lot of money to make that Twin Tower scene before they went down. Uh, I don't know. Like, 80? 80 million? Is it? 139. God damn it. Yeah, I don't know what... It's how much it cost. The uh, box office take on that? $825 million. Okay. Way to go, Toby McGuire. That's why they made more of these. So, yeah, that's 825 against 139. Yeah, that's insane. It really is. Like, it's like people love this fucking movie, though. Like, it's. But here's the. I remember when it came out, like, it wasn't that good. And now it yeah. seems like it's. Eight, Actually, it's almost like wine. I was like, thinking about the- this, too. And I think that it did the same thing that the Star Wars prequels did, which is like people thought they were like kind of lame i don't like for me this spider-man watching it again was like this is like the schumacher batman movies this is pretty yeah, fucking it's, campy it's still bad i think what happened is that like there's like jokey memes get thrown up and then people start originally ironically enjoying the memes and then unironically enjoying the memes and then they come full circle back to like actually i think i like this whole movie now 
And the, the problem is too, is that like, because they have nostalgia, because usually a lot of people saw this when they were younger. So then they go back and they're like, oh, this movie was dumb. And they're like, but that was part of my childhood. And <laughs> all that bullshit. Yeah. No, let's break the nostalgia shit. The Spider-Man movie sucks. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Well, like yeah, fucking sucks. Sucks. I, I had a good time watching it. Um, um, I actually, both of these Spider-Man movies, I was paying so much attention to the clock and I like, I paused it a few times. I took a couple of laps. I like, I, I could not watch them and straight through. They were fucking atrocious. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Like I, I really tried to give it like a college try, but I just fucking hate them. Like they're really just boring and bland to me. Milk toast. Milk toast. All right. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just don't find Spider Man and Peter that compelling. Well, you didn't say you don't like like, Spider Man up front, right? Yeah, but like, yeah, I just like there were some cool parts, but man, and like I again, I like Batman's villains. I like Spider Man's villains more than I like Spider Man. What about the cast? At least, do you enjoy the cast of the cast? I do of the movies. Yeah, because I thought the cast. I do. I thought both of them had so like the the original Spider Man. I don't know. Do we want to talk about like the events of the movie at all? Because it's like people know the Spider Man story, right? Like Peter Parker. Everybody should at this point. With how popular he is, kind of a lame nerd. He goes on a. Actually, this I'll try and do it. I'll try and describe both of the events of the movies at once <laughs> Peter Parker, kind of a lame nerd goes on a field trip for school gets bit by a either radioactive or like uh i don't know genetically engineered spider um is kind of weird with a love interest of his at this field trip <laughs> goes home falls asleep wakes up has spider powers Gets stuck to some things in comical ways as he's getting adjusted to it. Um, oh, they're gonna have to deviate here because Toby Maguire can make his own web uh, and learns about that in yeah. <laughs> a loosely veiled metaphor for puberty. I think. But... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just, I don't know. He's like spraying stuff uncontrollably. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, um, I, and it's white. Yeah, I get it. Um, gets oh, into a fight geez. with a guy named Flash. Both that happens in both of them. It's still Flash. Um, and gets into some rough shit. Like, okay, and then what? Like, I don't know. He goes through some stuff. Beats up this guy named Flash. Uh, Uncle Ben is like tells Peter that like you can't do that just because you can. Like, just because you are able to beat someone up doesn't mean you should. And then some version of with great power comes great responsibility gets said. Uh, Peter doesn't like that too much. Has kind of like a rough interaction with uncle ben and then some other stuff happens this is like the movies deviate a little bit here but like in this one peter so like mary jane uh they have like a little bit of chemistry there and they're talking in their backyards because in the toby mcguire ones mary jane lives next door to him they're talking in their backyards having like a little heart to heart and then flash pulls up who is mary jane's boyfriend and he's got like a cool car now nope. Nope, Harry Osborn. No. Well, it starts, her high school boyfriend is Flash. The muscly guy that gets in a fight with Peter. They break up during graduation, but her high school boyfriend is Flash. And he pulls up in the car, and then Peter's like, I gotta get me a fucking car. Well, but he's dating in, in, but he, uh, Harry and Mary Jane are dating. Yeah, after they graduate high school. In this part, they're still in high school. She is dating Flash. 
Mm. Okay. Um, he's the guy that pulls up in the car. Like Harry is like kind of embarrassed about his like pulling up in that rolls for the field trip thing. But Flash right. is like oh, the muscly right. guy with the spiky hair who's like yeah. he's, he's in like Blue Mountain he's in that Rocky Mountain State show and a few other things as like a character actor. Right. Um so he pulls up in this roadster and then Toby McGuire is like, Well, I gotta get me a fucking car and he's looking through the used car ads and he sees a car or and then he sees an advertisement for you know three thousand dollars for amateur wrestlers, which is insane that's an insane amount of money i think he must have not been familiar with wrestling at all to think that was even a real offer like right it's like here's three thousand (laughs) dollars to get beat the fuck up and probably die but i just like the fact like i'm like they don't pay real wrestlers that much money if they're not like part of a promotion there's no way that an underground (laughs) wrestling promotion even has that much money to throw around uh that was i really got hung up on the (laughs) on the economics of this fucking wrestling promotion (laughs) <laughs> yeah considering the size of the people who attend yeah and like yeah. And like they shoot it in a way that makes it look big but really it's like four sets of bleachers of maybe like 50 people right so like 200 people there you have three thousand i don't know what you're charging them but <laughs> don't think you have three thousand dollars to give to any stranger who walks in the door you gotta cover that you have to pay off the, the vendors but and they only gave the, 200 keep the lights on for the promotion yeah yeah. Of course they do. Yeah. So there's like this fun wrestling thing where Bouncer shows up and it's Macho Bouncer Man. And then we got uh, Bruce Campbell. He snaps into a Slim Jim. Yeah. Kind of. I guess a Slim Toby, Slim Peter. <laughs> you remember when him. he used to do the Slim Jim? Oh, commercials. you're right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> trying not to let this devolve. Uh, there's like a little wrestling match thing. The guy who runs Toby knocks out Bonesaw. Two minutes out of like, he was told he could get three thousand dollars if he stayed in the ring for three minutes. He knocks out. He ends up knocking out Bonesaw in two minutes, and he goes backstage to get paid. And the wrestling promoter running guy is like, "Well, here's two hundred bucks." And he's like, "You know, you said three thousand. He's like, "Well, it was three thousand for three minutes. You knocked him out in two. You're lucky. You're even getting this." Um. And then Toby's not super pleased about this. Guy ends up robbing the wrestling promoter like right after this interaction. And he's running down the hallway and Toby McGuire's there and he could stop him, but he kind of just lets him go. And this is framed, I don't know. This is framed as like maybe a bit of a moral failing on Toby McGuire's part, but I really don't understand why it's framed that way in the movie. You know? Like... Because he could stop the robber, but he chooses not to. And it's like, you're not going to help someone out, even though you know a crime. No, no. I mean, I get all of those parts. I just, I guess I don't understand why it's implied that he needs to. This robber just robbed a guy who just robbed Toby Maguire. Like, the wrestling guy is like a sleazy wrestling promoter taking advantage of random people off the street. I don't think there's an obligation to help that person. I don't really care that he got robbed. I don't think most people would care that he got robbed at that point. Right, no, of course. Um, Like that. But then the guy who robs him goes on to carjack Uncle Ben and kill him off screen. Uh, Yeah, that's the Uncle Ben trauma. Then, uh, Then Peter Parker. If he just would have stopped him, his Uncle Ben would have Oh yeah. Then it goes into like this car chase on a with a truck in the car, right? Uh the thing I liked here is that the product promotion on the truck was for Carlsberg beer, which I don't see that often, but I do enjoy their products, so it's fun to see them pop up. Okay. Uh also Danish Danish beer. 
the, you know. Right, right. You Danes um, got to stick together. We call you a great Dane, Alex. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Please don't. That's maybe. A, anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So all that happens. Meanwhile. Oh, yeah. So and God, this is all like the first half of the movie. Uh, then graduation happens, which is like, I totally had this backwards in my head, but I thought they graduated near the end of the movie. No, they graduate like at the hour mark and then they go on to like go through summertime. Right. So how I spent my summer vacation. I know Peter and his best friend, Harry Osborne move in together. Harry starts dating Mary Jane and he's kind of a dick about it. He keeps it from Peter. He knows that like Peter's been madly in love with this girl since he was six. (laughs) mary jane watson yeah the girl next door but also the other woman if you're talking about actual chronology of spider-man so i'm a gwen stacy fan over mary jane (laughs) i I am i think gwen stacy's but i i liked uh, i liked emma stone more in the movies why why are you hoping to avoid this i don't know the concept of being like which which fictional woman are you on the side of (laughs) it's <laughs> a little weird to me. All right, well, uh, Alex, um, Jessica Rabbit or Wilma from the Flintstones? What is that even? I don't know. What? What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> let me guess. You were a Smurfette guy, right? No, I actually was I'm not kidding. a big fan of the Smurfs. <clears throat> I did like the weird wizard with the cat. Gargamel. Gargamel. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a Velma guy. Got it. Um, what? I just be like for uh, you know, Spider-Man girlfriends or whatever, but I did like. Yeah, no, I, I think there's the. I, I think they could make a compelling Mary Jane if they had it now. Like, but yeah. I just feel the writing for Mary Jane was not there then. Whereas with Amazing Spider-Man, the writing for Gwen Stacy made her more of a person. Yeah, you know. Yeah the the way that Mary Jane reacts to stuff in this movie is kind of confusing but also like peter park like toby mcguire's peter parker also reacts to things <sighs> in just totally bizarre ways or like not at all yeah it's weird I, I, for he's like generally happy most of the time but he always has that sort of like that straight mouth expression right there's like there's no curve at all he cracks a bit of a smile towards the end when mary jane is saying that she loves him right before he <laughs> dumps her unceremoniously and walks away <laughs> as she's crying <laughs> <laughs> these like these again these movies suffer from being made in like the early thousands when it's like they want to see a comic book on the screen or they want to see an actual video game on the screen and it's going to be one of these action movies i think spider-man is important because it broke it started to like break the mold for like the curse of goofy or non-serious superhero movies and then nolan would just come along and shatter the whole thing and open up the floodgates but i think that the spider-man movie despite my disdain for it is actually pretty important I think for the superhero genre. I think genre. it's still a very goofy movie, especially like... Oh, the, no, it's it's totally goofy, but, but for what it... As, as Norman Osborn is such a I li- fucking I like, ham. It seems like he's having a really good time, but he is absurd in this movie. And I like, like Willem Dafoe. No, he's really great. Do, like, he's great. He's just like... The Green Goblin character is insane. Doesn't make any sense right. in real life. Like, not even right. like, in a superhero version of real life. He's just like... It's like having a crate, like a schizophrenic vaudeville actor show up in your otherwise <laughs> unreasonable movie or something. <laughs> right. We Actually, uh, so spoilers for any of you who haven't seen uh, No Way Home yet. Yeah. Um, 
Willem Dafoe shows up in that. Yeah. He's way better and than that. Actually, like, that made act- me think that I was like, wait, was he like really good in Spider-Man? Because he's pretty good in this. He said that he wanted to be more than just a face, so he wanted to do his own fight scenes and stunts. Because <laughs> he, he no wanted the home. fans to know. <laughs> yeah, he wanted the he wanted the fans to know that he's yeah. more than just a voice. He's like that was his offer. He said, "I'll do it." Assault, yeah, like, to if you let me do my own, man yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, he wanted to, which I give him credit. That hoverboard is real, right? So you gotta, <laughs> you gotta learn how so, to I mean, that thing. Uh, real to a degree, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, Willem Dafoe, man, great. I like yeah. seeing him in any movie. He he's great. There aren't too many other. Although I guess in Spider Man, he's more of a Willem Dafoe. You could just say he's still a foe of Spider-Man. He's still Defoe. You could you don't but, even have to adapt yeah, the name. But, <laughs> but I, 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 do. I know, and we're all worse because of it. <laughs> so uh yeah, like yeah, um Harry is like dating Mary Jane and his dad just happens to be Norman Osborn. Like oh, yeah. the most rich person in the like, is he the, well, aside from Tony Stark, I guess. Well, there's but. still, like, so there's Oscorp happening here, but it's not really clear to me. He's being, like, forced out of Oscorp by a board of directors, but, like, it doesn't seem like it's a publicly traded company. It doesn't. It definitely seems like Norman <laughs> has the end-all, be-all of, but, like, like... But he can get forced out by the board, even though, like, the company is named after him, and it's his company, and then, like... He, they're doing some like super soldier thing, and he just like moves that straight to human trials way too quick, and gets ejected with it. And then he goes all, he starts having like, uh, evil guy DID or something, right? And he's like the Green Goblin, is like right. <laughs> evil Willem Dafoe. And then there's still like and, a good Willem but the Dafoe. Green, the Green Goblin comes from J. Jonah Jameson. Oh yeah, the name. I mean, the, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, J.K. Simmons, by the way, oh, is he's, amazing. Like, he's another one of the I, very good parts of this movie. J.K. Simmons is great. And I didn't I, notice I this before because he's so much balder now, but he still gets the weird little like hair curls that J. Jonah Jameson has from the comics, from the old ones. Right, yeah. I li- like. I, see, I like the cast. I just... This movie is just like rubbing me the wrong. I don't like Spider Man. It just bug like bothers me. It's boring. I just I couldn't I could never fully commit myself to enjoy the film. I'm just like this fucking sucks. I like, did think how long do I have to watch it? I did think this one this one felt longer than the Amazing Spider Man to me. I don't know. I like well maybe it was because I had never seen the Amazing Spider Man before, but this one definitely sure. So first time viewing. Yeah. Um. There's a fun little cameo, or there's a fun series of cameos as Spider-Man is getting like more famous, helping people out around New York, busting crimes and shit. There's like this this long cameo where it's a series of man on the street interviews. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so good. They're talking like so like random cop being like, "Yeah, it's some fucking wackadoo out here," and then it comes <laughs> to Jim Norton being like, "I don't like him. I think he stinks." <laughs> <laughs> And then there's Xena, fucking Lucy Lawless is one of them talking about like right. oh, a dude with eight arms sounds hot. Uh, Crack me up too. There's a uh, who else was in the set of cameos? I think those are the ones that really jumped out at me. It took me forever to figure out the name Jim Norton. Like I was like, I know I know this guy, but I don't know how to talk. Like if you uh, search oh, Spider-Man stand-up um, comic, you just get a bunch of stuff about Spider-Man comics. So 
uh, at the wrestling uh, in the wrestling ring, uh, Bruce Campbell is the announcer. Yeah. Yep. And Ted Raimi is a guy in the crowd who throws popcorn at was that Peter. Like Sam Raimi's dad or something. It's his brother. Oh, okay. Cool. It's the Raimi brothers. Um, Randy Savage is of course is, is of course Bone Saw McGraw. And uh does Stan Lee appear in this? I see I was looking for it. Uh I don't think he does. He's definitely in the Amazing Spider Man. It's a really fun scene. But oh, I, he does. He, oh, he does. He does. Yeah, towards the end, uh, when like Spider Man and Green Goblin are like fighting or whatever, and Stan Lee grabs a girl from like like out of danger. Oh, like when the he like grabs a girl's arm from like oh, is that I that scene think, where, yeah, like, where Green, Green Goblin is like blowing up the investors at the yeah. Macy Gray concert? Yeah. Who the fuck blows up a Macy Gray concert? That's how you can tell. What like, a truly fucking redemption! Uh, I know. <laughs> Like what was kind of asshole? Excited. That's another good cameo, actually. Fucking Macy Gray. Macy Gray, yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Um, so in this one, it's Green Goblin and Amazing Spider-Man. It's uh, Doc Connors. Yeah, and they do mention in this the one lizard. There's a there's a, like a throwaway line, but Peter Parker comes home and he's talking to Harry Osborn and he's like, and then Peter is like, "Oh, Doctor Connors fired me." Because I was late again. Yeah. That was, that was nice. You know. Yeah. Um, See, Spider-Man has such, like, between Dr. Octavius and Kingpin and... That's... They the really... Rhino, Shocker, Venom, Carnage. Awesome villains. Like, cool rogues gallery, but... Yeah. Just... They kind of... I don't know. <sighs> the first two Spider-Man, like... Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin, fantastic. And then, uh... God damn it. Alfred Bellino... Doc Ock, also fantastic villain. But then they kind of, there's not really, I don't know, like the the Dr. Connors guy in Amazing Spider-Man, not super compelling. Oh, but I like that guy. I like the, like, I, I like his Dr. Connors character. I just don't think the lizard is a very oh compelling bad guy, you know? Right. Um, but I think they'd used up most of the good ones. I mean, I how can you get past Topher Grace being Venom? Yeah, but like in a weird sort of like shoehorned in way at like the last yeah, act it's of not, the last movie. Uh, God, that could have been a really cool. Fucking... Oh god, yeah. If you go and watch yeah. the Venom movies, I guess. Do you? No, probably. Not. I actually, I actually saw the first Venom because I was curious. Like a turd in the wind, or what is it? Uh, <laughs> it's nah, meh. Yeah. Um. Martin Sheen, though, as Ben Parker, that's cool. And Sally the Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the... Uh, Martin Sheen and Sally Field. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And uh, Dennis Leary was great. I, You know, I used to be a... Uh, he showed I, up, I, and I was I, like, holy shit, it's Dennis Leary. I haven't thought about this guy in forever. But, which actually wasn't true, because I was reading a book the other day, and it's set in the 2000s. It's like a period piece for like 2008. Oh god. Right? And one of this character right. this character has a bunch of uh, like ringtones set for people and one dude whenever he calls her it plays Dennis Leary's I'm an asshole song. What what were you uh, what were you reading? <laughs> this is a book called Truth of the Truth of the Divine. It's a Lindsay Ellis book. Okay. Um I see I used to be a Dennis Leary fan. <laughs> Sadly, like I used to think he was funny, um, I think, and then I, think, I discovered Bill Hicks. I think Dennis Leary was funny for a time in the late nineties and early two thousands, and the world changed around. He's him just and he didn't, but he, 
but he's just a, a Bill Hicks ripoff. Like, if you think Dennis Leary's funny, Bill Hicks is actually the genius, and Leary is just stealing Bill Hicks's identity. Yeah, well, Dennis Leary um, goes on to do his sort of own, like, I'm just going to be a New York first responder guy now. Sort of yeah, which is cool. Thing. That's I, I liked Rescue Me and shit. That's cool. Oh, yeah, Rescue Me. Um, I kept on mixing it up with Ladder 49, but that's like the John Travolta firefighter movie, I think. And Dennis Leary's asshole song might have been probably stolen from Louis C.K., Oh, well. You might have bit that entirely. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, nah, like it was interesting. It's interesting seeing Dennis Leary pop up because I'm always like, oh, right. He is trying to be an actor. Got I, it. Like seeing and him there, I'm just like, oh, hey, it's Dennis Leary. All right. Um, I like Dennis Leary and Demolition Man. Oh, yeah. Wait, is he? Okay. Yeah. He's um, Farley, the guy that uh, Wesley Snipes is activated to kill. Oh, oh, okay. Like young Dennis yeah. Leary. Neat. Yeah, young Dennis Leary. Um, but yeah, so Gwen Stacy is yeah Emma Stone, and then uh, Dennis Leary is Gwen Stacy's father, Captain um, Stacy. Cap- yeah, yeah Ca- George Stacy, Captain Stacy. Uh, so we're moving on to the, I guess, in the other Spider-Man. Well, be, not a lot of because like. Yeah, well, we were like, like yeah, hey, it's there's some showdowns. The origins with Green Goblin. are pretty much there. Yeah, there's some showdowns with Green Goblin. Stuff happens at the end. Spider-Man kills Willem Dafoe in this like the showdown. Well, Willem Dafoe kind of kills himself in a fun way. <laughs> that scene where he's like got the knives coming oh, out of that glider, right. and then like Spider-Man dodges it, and he ends up stabbing himself like through the crotch with the with the fucking thing and then looking down and going oh and then passing out on it <laughs> and his last words being don't tell harry about any of this <laughs> so uh a live action spider-man film started to be developed in the 80s okay which would not be the first time spider-man would be on the big screen he was actually had a 70s movie and it sucks like bad like it's campy bad the same thing with the captain america and dr strange movies that came out in the 70s all campy all bad like cheap cotton costumes that you could buy at like walmart it just looked bad right Mm -hmm. so they were going to try to do spider-man in the 80s that didn't happen um it got stuck in like hell uh like development hell or whatever due to line uh, licensing and financing and stuff um 25 years later in 1999 columbia pictures acquired it from mgm and they acquired all previous scripts Uh, then the screenplay was written by James Cameron, Ted Newsome, radical movie. James Cameron wrote it in 1999. (laughs) Yeah. A different screenplay was written by James Cameron, Ted Newsome, John Bracano, Barry, a Barney Cohen and Joseph Goldman. Sony then hired David Coep, who is wrote the screenplay for this one to create a working screenplay credited as Cameron's play. However, Co-op received sole uh, credit in the final billing, and the directors, all of this, were considered uh, Roland Emmerich, Ang Roland Lee. Roland Emmerich, that's great. And Ang Lee, what the fuck? Chris Columbus, uh, Barry Sonnenfield, Tim Burton, Michael Bay, M. Night Shyamalan and David Fincher were some of the directors cho- in <laughs> talks before Sam Raimi got picked. 
<laughs> I know. I uh, know. The, I'm fully the prospect of a David Fincher version of this movie. <laughs> or... <laughs> it's so bizarre. I know. I know. Like, I don't like. This is uh I think every time we read these lists of directors who like could have made this movie, it makes me think like these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like do they do they are they familiar with any of these directors' work when they talk about them as as a possibility? Can you imagine M. Night Shyamalan doing Spider Man? Oh god, I know. Yeah. The what? twist like, would be he is Spider Man. <laughs> like but where it's revealed from the beginning or he's like crazy yeah. the whole time. I don't know what the <laughs> I kept waiting for Peter to get bit by a radioactive twist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what they... It's just such a bizarre... Storyboard for myself later to come up with one. I don't want to see Tim Burton's version of Spider-Man. Like, And I feel like this isn't... I know I said, like, Schumacher Batman... Uh, is what right, reminds but... me of a lot. But, like, the yeah, I guess, like, a more... Earn, I don't know. It just would have felt probably, like, a more direct Batman ripoff. If and like if Chris Columbus, who is I Chris just, Columbus? I, I don't know that name other than the Explorer Genocide Doer. He did all of. He did Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> uh, he did Home Alone. <laughs> oh, okay. He did all of the most of the Harry Potters. He did Percy Jackson. That could have been fun. But like slapstickier uh, Spider Man. Yeah, but this is like back then, like That's in the what early th- yeah, like two thousand two. <laughs> he's like not too far away from Mrs. Doubtfire and Home Alone. Yeah. Like mid nineties. It's just strange that, like, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, what are you guys doing? You're picking the biggest directors at the time and just hoping that one of them says yes, and then you fucking land on Sam Raimi? He's not even, like, that big of a director at this point, I don't think, right? He's, like, mostly I mean, Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, mm, which are, like, pretty underground movies. I mean, Sam Raimi's done a bunch of movies, but, like, up until that point, I think he was just a B-movie guy, right? I think that's what, yeah. I mean, that's like he didn't, he did, he, he didn't do anything that, like. So, Spider Man came out in 92. No, the movie Spider Man came out in 2002. Oh, 2002. Sorry. Oh, no, then he'd actually done a lot of stuff. He okay. did Dark Man. He, he did some Hercules stuff with Kevin Sorbo. He did Time Cop. <laughs> um, yes, all yeah, of these American he did, classics that everyone. He did something called with. Mantis. He did American Gothic, which was a TV show. He did Young Hercules. This is all going on through all the 90s. Um, just yeah. a bunch of TV so... work. And then he did Xena. It's Whoa, he, he did, did Xena? That's yeah. Cool. Okay. It's weird that, like... So he yeah, it's, really, it's weird so, you'd pick a TV actor. Well, his move, so his movie work really or, is like the Army of Darkness and Evil Dead stuff at that point. Then yeah, because all of the stuff is television and or like direct to like DVD a, or like a VHS. It's kind of like Robert Rodriguez too, right? He's doing like underground horror stuff, and then he gets hired to make Spy Kids. Well, no, uh, Robert Rodriguez did Mariachi. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, that was also coming out. Like Mariachi came out in the early night, like the early to mid nineties, and then he did uh, Desperado, which like really put him up there. And then he starts, you know, getting drafted to do other stuff. Just till dawn, uh, the whole Troublemaker Studios thing takes off, and you know we go from there. But yeah, to pick Sam Raimi, who like mostly did television work, you're gonna give that guy a hundred and thirty nine million dollar budget on a Sony blockbuster hit like Spider Man. Well, he you know made it back. And he goes on to make two more of these, and they're all yeah, you know, have, Raimi movies. But, but I'm saying you gotta have a lot of faith in him, right? Oh, I don't. I think it's just like a big swing 
of these ones. Because, like, comic book movies are, like, not a proven thing, really. The Batman movies are out there. out. But they're... Not well, yet. 2002? When did Batman Begins come out? Uh, when did the 90s Batman movies start? Oh, 90s, right? sorry. I was... Again, I was, I'm sorry. talking about, was... like, <laughs> the Schumacher and Burton Batman movies. Right, right. Uh, okay, like, yeah. You know, like, those exist, but... Right. Um, and we have a hard time taking them seriously. I don't... I mean, I really love them. I like this movie, too, but for the same reasons, because it was, like, goofy and kind of, like... Well, unintentionally goofy. I don't... And Tobey Maguire is, like... I don't want to say mean things about him, but he's, like, a bad actor in this movie. <laughs> not, like, a bad I mean, guy. He's just, like, not great at his job, I don't think. It's so... I don't like to... Yeah. His weird sort of, I've like, never... flat affect. He's always, like, slightly bemused, but never smiles. And, like... I, I've never yeah. seen a Tobey Maguire film where I'm, like, yeah. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't inspire me. Or something. I can't really think of anything else he's been in. I don't want to insult the man, but, like, he's kind of, like, a step up above Michael Sarah. <laughs> okay. Like, sure. Uh, I did. I don't know. He was like more props to the current like Marvel people because also they made me think Tobey Maguire. Like I was like, oh, Tobey Maguire has some pathos going on in this fucking No Way Home movie too. Interesting. He, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> the reunion with Doc Ock and all that shit. And- yeah, and him just being like. I really just want to save this guy. I knew Norman Osborn. He was the he was the teddy bear and Doc Ock too. And going back to the movie, like Spider Man kills Norman Osborn almost in cold blood. He's not really in a position to fight back at that point. He could have easily just like subdued him, or I guess he didn't know the thing right. about cocooning people yet. I like I appreciated that the Amazing <sighs> Spider Man to show that. But I'm like, dude, you don't have to, you know. I guess it was kind of Norman's fault because he impaled himself, but still. He seemed, uh, he, he did impale himself. Like <laughs> it, seemed, it seemed like he, maybe there was a no-death way to resolve that. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I so like I have a fun time watching it. It was kind of long. The parts that made me laugh the most were like the little sort of one-off cameo stuff. Jim Norton saying he stinks cracked me up. And then... <laughs> Honestly, the best moment for me is just that part where Peter is talking to Willem Dafoe, and he's like, oh, yeah, or, and Willem Dafoe saying, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. That made me laugh a bunch. Because, just because, because of the just meme. Because of the memes. Just because of the memes. And I haven't watched this movie in between when it came out and, you know, two days ago, but I've definitely seen that and meme like, all over the goddamn place, and it made me laugh. It's, it's weird seeing, like, James Frank. As oh, like yeah. young James Franco as Harry Osborne, and like seeing because like Kirsten Dunst is Mary Jane, but I'm all I'm so used to Kirsten Dunst as a kid. Like I'm so used to seeing her in like Interview with a Vampire and like little Kirsten Dunst that when she becomes an adult, it does it's hard for me to like. I'm like, oh yeah, she didn't retire after she turned like 16. Yeah, um, <laughs> goes on to do like Ella and Janet and stuff. I know. The James Franco in this is also like not like no one fucking emotes in this movie besides Willem Dafoe, and then he's like really <laughs> chewing on the scenery when he does it. Uh, Mary, I'm Mary okay Jane has some has some like yeah, at least like I will say for her like she actually like seems like she's impacted by the events happening around her as opposed to everyone sure. else. Well, that's because Kirsten Dunst is actually a really good actress. Yeah, no, she was great. <laughs> the James Franco, yeah, James Franco. Pretty uncompelling. Also, just like kind of a dick when he's talking to his dad. 
about how he's dating Mary Jane. He's like, oh, yeah. I mean, Peter loves her. Peter's been in love with her forever. He's just too afraid to say it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, so you, he, like, is that fully knowing? Fully knowing? You asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I forgot. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like when I saw these, when I was, I don't know, when they came out. So when I was like 14. I was like, oh, yeah, this Harry guy really got a point. But upon rewatching, I mean, it sucks for Harry because it's clear that Norman likes Peter more than Harry and Mary likes Peter more than Harry. Kind of everyone likes Peter more than Harry in Harry's <laughs> life. And then, <laughs> then Spider-Man kills his dad. He doesn't know it's Peter yet, but that's really going to sting when he finds out. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, what are you going to do? I'm glad. I am actually glad there was no, I don't know. The Harry character is weird because he just kind of like shows up a few times. There's scenes where <laughs> you can see like Harry and Peter talking at graduation and Norman comes up and he just ignores Harry, starts talking to Peter. And the way the camera is framed, it's like you're shooting over Norman's shoulder looking at Tobey Maguire. And you can still see James Franco back there, but he's kind of like, awkwardly like half standing like looking and then looking back and then he just wanders yeah. off <laughs> it's really really weird um, so Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2002 would go on to have two other sequels and a cancelled uh, fourth quill, right? a, a cancelled fourth one which they're talking about revamping now and some animated television series based after it and even some video games oh god I remember the fucking it was like PS2 era Spider-Man where there's like fog everywhere and the swinging mechanics were terrible. Yeah. Um, so Spider-Man franchise would kind of become, again, like a, a keystone for superhero and comic book movies uh, because this Spider-Man, I guess, was done, I'll say, in a realistic way. It was tr it tried to be a serious attempt, and I think the box office reflects that Sam Raimi and the cast was the right choice, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It definitely like million, like a more serious attempt at a Superman movie. Like, definitely, it's still, I keep on saying this, it still feels like Schumachery in the beginning, but I think yeah. by the time you get to the second one, it's, like, a lot more grounded, and then... Sure. Alfred Molino is like playing an actual, like not a crazy person character. And I don't mean crazy, like because Green Goblin has weird chemical induced mental illness. Like right. he just plays it like a human. Like <laughs> I believe this right. person could exist in this world. And so 2002, we are six years out from the first Iron Man movie. Yeah. Like from, and when did the Incredible Hulk came out? Cause that's the first, like that's the first MCU movie is the, technically, is the, yes. Is the Ed Norton incredible hulk right and that's like 2004 uh, or something the incredible hulk came out in 2008 oh okay so yeah and that's like a year before the first iron man movie or something Is that... no it's the same year oh okay okay cool they're so, both yeah, they're both 2008 but ways out. but yeah yeah but I mean, the, the hulk was a little goofy in comparison to what iron man was yeah yeah, and Iron Man, pretty big gamble still. This is like before. Right. I'm pretty sure this is before Disney has acquired the Marvel studio. Man, Tim Roth got did dirty in the Hulk. Tim Roth did? What do you mean? Tim Roth is the abomination. Oh. In the Incredible Hulk. In the Ed Norton one? Yeah. Ed Norton yeah. did too. That guy. I mean, I'm sure he's fine, Ed Norton. Right, but yeah. Too. But yeah, to get booted for 
Well, it's hard because I do like Mark Ruffalo a lot too. So I like Mark Ruffalo, but like I just want to. I, I like. To, I'm a big Tim Roth fan. I want to see more Tim Roth in yeah. movies. Like, yeah, me too. Um, so it's but kind yeah, of a bummer. The best place to see him is that procedural cop drama thing that he does. Is that lie to me? That's been over for. I know, but that's two, like I know it's been over. But I'm just saying that's like the largest quantity of Tim Roth screen time uh, you get is. Yeah, yeah, it, it's two and a half seasons. Oh, yeah, it's two and a half seasons, and I've watched every episode like twice. <laughs> okay, so it's a great show. I, I like Lie to Me. I like a it a lot. Of, yeah, not a lot of comic book stuff out. The X Men movies though are doing pretty well around the same time. Uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman uh needs to be given his laurels because he held up that entire franchise on his fucking shoulders. Yeah. Like but, uh, they like Wolverine is the marketing for Wolverine is X Men at this point. Like they yeah, used him and like Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah. Like he right like really that's one of those like pervert casting decisions. Yeah. Um, Logan yeah. Weapon X. Logan was cool. Old man Logan, very good. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're in 2002, and Spider Man would go on to become the World Titan. Uh, blockbuster break that we all know, and then in 2012, we get a reboot, yeah, and like we get a reboot by Sony, right? Yeah, and this is a, a much more polished superhero movie because now we have some Marvel movies coming out, we have the like Nolan stuff behind us, and this is kind of like th- this, this one- is. This one definitely feels, feels like a Marvel, like an MCU movie, or like they're trying yeah. to get that feel, right? Um, do you know how much it was made for? I don't know, two hundred million, a lot more. You know what, Alex? You're dead on the money. It was Whoa. made for two hundred million. All right, all right. Guess how much the box office take was? Four, four hundred, seven hundred and fifty-eight million. Oh shit! Okay. I know. I know. Oh. Like, Spider-Man How much money fucking... did the second one not make for them to cancel the third one? <laughs> it's uh, it, it's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Spider-Man. So, you The Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. I, I, thought, I thought you were going to ask that. Can I blow your mind? Sure, yeah. Spider-Man 2, uh, roughly $300 million To make? Made... Seven hundred million dollars in the box office. What the fuck, and they still and that was like a disappointing return, and they decided just, to cancel the third one. Just, by then, crazy. they were trying to get the option. Uh, by then, Marvel was trying to get the option for Spider-Man, so a bunch of legal and details and stuff were going into it, and the uh, it just wasn't there. That's crazy. I was because I was reading they the had, third one they was were, canceled because there was like disappointing box office numbers they were trying to like the third idea was going to get felicia hardy as black cat they were trying to get uh like the sinister six involved in venom but at the same time all of like the venom and marvel stuff and sony stuff was being early stage planned so it was yeah the ip was coinciding with the andrew garfield stuff and everything kind of splintered apart well that sucks because i really like uh, Andrew Garfield is Spider-Man. I didn't know that I would. I kind of had just like sort of a general antipathy about these movies at knowing almost nothing about them other than it was like the Spider-Man that followed Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man who upon rewatching not great. Not great. So <laughs> but I watched I watched The Amazing Spider-Man first out of these two. 
and uh, <coughs> the player is really good. Like I liked this. Definitely felt like more of a gritty. Gritty is the wrong word, but more like grounded. Super grounded. Movie. Yeah, like the characters feel like humans in a nice way. Um, Spider Man. Yeah, it's um, cool having Gwen Stacy be there. I was reading something. There's yeah. like theories about why it was MJ in the first one and not Gwen Stacy because you know she's like. I mean, that all goes back to the comic books, right? Well, Gwen Stacy does. Yeah, yeah. And she had, like, so, like, by the time the first Spider-Man movie was coming out, like, Gwen Stacy had been dead and Mary Jane was the gal in the comics. Even if that doesn't line up with Spider-Man being in high school, they were thinking, like, probably thinking that Mary Jane is a much more well-known character than Gwen Stacy at this time. And we're kind of, you know, already going out on a limb here making this fucking movie in the first place. I mean, most people, I would say, like, you know, you and I age groups, like 2002, oh, a Spider-Man movie. Growing up on the 90s Spider-Man, Mary Jane was in the cartoon. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, the the cachet, like, really, you could only find Gwen Stacy at that time in the comic books. And this was was a time when comic books still weren't cool. So you're going to go with... I don't yeah. know. I don't know when it was published, but she dies in issue like 139 or something. Right. The Amazing Spider-Man. Which so. that's dirty. Like, you know. Yeah. That's and you dirty. read the like, interviews with Stan Lee too. And he like, he modeled Gwen Stacy after his wife was like who she's based on. And ouch. saying that like, uh, is like, she was going to be like Spider-Man's like one true love. Originally Mary Jane was going to be like, sort of like, I'm trying to think of like a non-gross way to put this, like uh, a like the other woman kind of. Sure, a mistress. Yeah, or I don't know about they mistress. Were gonna, they, I think they, they were, were going to make Peter like, scandalous. I think they were framing it as a, like it would be like Mary Jane would be the woman who like tempted Peter away from ah. virtuous Mary Jane or something. But isn't that what Black Cat kind of ends up doing though? Like, no, doesn't she run like a mercenary outfit or something? I. I'm only but like, there's with a Black lot of Cat times, games. but there's a lot of times when like Black Cat's very sexual towards Spider-Man, and it's like, yeah, he he, well, he you know, I, I can't a, imagine she is a he... lady in a comic book. So <laughs> the Bechtel test starts now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's, I don't know how many other like female villains there are for Spider-Man. You know, Black Cat. Um, she's kind of like well, the Catwoman Black thing, Cat's not even like forth. a villain. Yeah. Um, female villains for Spider-Man. Yeah, that's, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, Madam Web, not really, she's not a villain. Is there something yeah. like Spider Queen or something? I don't know, whatever. It's not super important. Um, Fe- Lady Venom? <laughs> Lady Venom, maybe. Oh, wait, no, there, oh, there is, is a female symbiote. Scream, right? It's Scream. Scream, yeah. Okay. Right. So what? Two. So two and <laughs> one and a half, technically. Technically, uh, yeah. This alien space blob who we have anthropomorphized with human gender is a uh... sure. Yep. Uh, um. So, Amazing Spider-Man, more of a grounded movie, more of like a, you know, um. I really enjoyed I just, the. Uh... I couldn't. Yeah. So some of the I thought the like the times when they would switch to like POV stuff when uh when Garfield is like swinging around I thought those were pretty cool. 
and I think the fights are a lot better in this. Like you get a lot more of like Spider-Man's like weird like lithe physicality where he's like sliding under people and webbing them and hopping all sure. over the goddamn place. It was a very Spider powers. Yeah, well, it was a lot like the Who the would win? F- Jeff Goldblum's The Fly or Spider-Man? I feel like I mean, in real life and in this matchup, the spider probably beats the fly. I don't even know what the fly would be doing. I guess he could spit acid on him if he got really close and stopped moving. Yeah. <laughs> so the spider catches the fly. Yeah, probably. I'm going to guess probably. He just get covered in webs from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, Dr. Connors, I thought was more, con- well, <sighs> I like the care. I like good guy. Dr. Connors, like the doctor, Dr. Connors was great. I thought the lizard, right. Sucked, the lizard, Dr. Connors was cool. Um, I like there was sort of like oblique references to Norman Osborn, but he's never shown on screen. You know, he's dying. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this the same weird serum that's going to turn that guy into green goblin in this one maybe i don't they never get i any, mean like, it would have to be right these ones yeah maybe they take uh, a modifier or something but they have so there's like yeah there's the lizard and then i think because sandman is from the og like from the right from the toby mcguire ones yeah i don't even know is it electro it's electro in the second one fucking uh jamie fox right yeah oh god yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Um, Oof. <laughs> yeah, weird, weird choices. I don't know. It feels like you're not at the bottom of the barrel, on, and like, who cares? Just they could have, they could have done Scorpion. Scorpion could have been cool, or Kingpin. Even seems like kind of an obvious choice. Maybe. Yeah, but King, uh, like Kingpin's an obvious choice. But let's be honest, Kingpin and the Daredevil toe in the Daredevil show. What? Like fucking? You better get the same actor. Yeah, I mean, the Daredevil show is not out by the time they're making. The oh, right. Two. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I would agree that the... It's uh, just like... It's, a, it's I, the I, dude like, from CSI that's playing that's playing him, right? Um, uh, it's the husband from Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The skin suit. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. Vincent D'Onofrio? D'Onofrio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good, good poll, man. I think he's also in the movie Cell. Like the the J Lo. Oh God! Movie. Yeah, J Lo. Yeah, Jenny from the Block. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unless uh, only if that block is between Rodeo and Olympic. Um. So yeah, like this Spider Man movie, Mister Spider Man, the neighborhood friendly Spider Man. <sighs> Tobey Maguire, good. Uh, not mediocre, playing a human. mediocre. I will, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like he's good at Peter Parker. He's bad at Spider Man. Andrew Garfield was bad at Spider, or was bad at Peter, but good at Spider. I think maybe they um, like overcorrected for Peter, like because he's just kind of like a stammering weirdo most of the time. It's uh, weird that like the it's like. It's almost like the Clark Kent Superman thing where like, he's like, oh, I'm Peter Parker. I know. And then he, as soon as the mask goes over his chin, he's like, oh no, a knife, blah, 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 quippy. And it's like, I, yeah. man, what a I, personality change, huh? I like, did appreciate though that like, there's a 
point where Gwen Stacy is asking him out, and she is also like a stammering weirdo in the moment. So that was kind of nice. Oh, like in the, in the uh, that <laughs> she's like high asking, school awkwardness, right? Yeah, well, she's asking him like if you like graffiti or yeah. whatever that fucking fish is or whatever. She's yeah. like, here, come here to this address at eight. Then <laughs> they both like are like breathing heavy and walk away awkwardly or that weird part where like they ask him out but don't ask him out or he's weird because like she she she's shown to be like very socially competent yeah before that that. (laughs) i guess that's just how how disarming andrew garfield is apparently if you're up close to him you just followed up the sad thing is i like andrew garfield as an actor what else has he? Because I'm not familiar with him outside of the Spider-Man stuff. I don't think I know he's in some show now where he's playing like a Mormon detective investigating a murder that I might check out. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> he did. He did a few movies. He actually had a supporting role in Imaginarium and Doctor Parnassus. Oh, he was okay. in The Social Network. He was in Hacksaw Ridge, which was fucking awesome. Huh. Um, right. he was in Mainstream. Uh, uh, what I else have is he seen. Okay. Yeah, no, you should definitely check out, check out uh, Hacksaw, Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. It's a badass movie, and especially if you know like the history behind it too. It's badass. Like as an as as much as I hate Mel Gibson, goddamn that man makes cool movies. Yeah, like the Mexican or Apocalypto. <laughs> I forgot that he did the movie about the Aztecs. That's right. Yeah, it's a badass <laughs> movie. Like, ah. Uh. What a scumbag, but what a great what director. A scumbag. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Andrew Garfield also did a bunch of like theater stuff, which I've never seen because my knowledge of the theater is very uh very limited. Tom Holland and then also he, theater dude. He did uh, Benedict Cumberbatch too. Yeah. I think Benedict and, Cumberbatch uh, strikes me as yeah. like if he's not, I would be surprised, but like one of those like classically like Victorian stage actors classically trained actors Theater, yeah for living theatrically in everyday life right like a patrick stewart mild shock um yeah i don't i don't like i don't know man this watching both of these spider-man movies i was just like and also i started saying spider-man ironically Spider-Man. and now i can't yeah. stop yeah now i can't Peter stop Spider-Man. i <laughs> I, I'm I'm definitely sympathetic <laughs> to what you're saying. Like I really liked the Andrew Garfield one. I hadn't seen it before, but then when I went to put on this the Peter the Tobey Maguire one, I made it through like 20 minutes the first time I sat down, and then I kind of like went and did some other stuff, and then I like it was a day before I went back and then like picked it back up, and even then I still was not like super fully engaged with it because it kind of yeah I just. <sighs> So what did you I see you just like not a big fan of Spider-Man at all. What did you think about did you see No Way Home? Um I have seen bits and pieces of all three of them. Of all three of the uh, uh, Tom Holland Tom Holland Yeah, of Holland films, yeah. Okay. Cuz it's just again like I can't force myself yeah, to care if you about don't the, like Spider-Man like, then that's like the No Way Home is not going to mean anything to you really if you don't Right, like part of why and that like, movie is a lot of fun is because of the because reunion and all the yeah, villains, and, in yeah, on, like, the fan service stuff. Right, and you get to see it all and stuff, and I get it. Yeah. But like, honestly, I'm more of like I watched No Way Home for the Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, stoked for I, Multiverse I lo- of Madness. Oh my god, Multiverse of Madness looks so good. 
Yeah. Are you sure you don't want me to pull up the Wikipedia? I can. It'll take two minutes, and I can just read the whole thing out, and we will. The movie's just been out for like ten hours. Please don't. Yeah, <laughs> just gotta wait a little longer than that. <laughs> Stay tuned for the uh, bonus episode where Alex and I do the spoiler cast. Griffin, Griffin, no Griffin After Dark. It's just spoilers of movies that just came out. <laughs> I think I will do that. I think I'll put like an like. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not in control of what you upload to the feed, so I guess I can't. Spoiler. Do yeah, about it. we'll call it the spoiler cast episode. I, so I don't even have the password. <laughs> that'll. Yeah, you do. Oh, do I? Okay. Well, don't yeah. Say it that'll go to the. That'll go to the Patreon. We'll do a spoiler uh, cast on the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> you can pay for your. You'll pay. You have to pay to not have that shoved into the feed. It's only on the free feed. And then you have to pay for the Patreon to not be exposed to it. That's it's like a ransom demand. <laughs> um, I will say I do feel a little bad for Andrew Garfield though, because he had he did yoga and Pilates to be flexible, but he didn't feel comfortable in the spandex because he wasn't allowed to wear anything underneath it because oh. it was skin tight. Ooh, yeah. Um, he was able to eventually find a pair of underwear that were acceptable to him to wear, but he said that his entire th- time he just felt emotional and kind of weird and like he said that he first shed a tear when he put the costume on because it tried he tried to imagine a much better actor's face in the suit oh jesus christ andrew and like he didn't see himself as spider-man at first and like he yeah like it's like i know christian territory that's a bummer it's like also like i don't know like he is sort of like maligned as or is like the lesser spider-man i feel i don't yeah it's like treated that way which i don't you know i think he does a having just watched him back to back i think he does a better job or like, he does a much better job or if any like or if nothing else like a really like a great different job if you don't want to come right back to back or whatever like he's still great in the movie it just sucks that that's i don't know following something that was like as popular as those first three Spider-Man yeah. movies. Uh, like he also uh, he said that he had four months of training and he did stunts, yoga, Pilates, and he said that it was terribly challenging and exhausting, and he was drained when the actual time for, to shoot the movie came. Damn. Yeah. But I yeah, like knowing that stuff, like good for you, Andrew Garfield. Like I think you're fucking cool. I think you knocked out of the park. I'm sorry, I just don't like Spider-Man. <laughs> like I just I can't like. You know, I'm and I'm sure when we get around to doing our Superman one too later down the pipeline or oh, whatever, yeah. I don't care about Superman. I, I, I those three, the big three ones, Superman, like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Batman. I just, yeah, I, I hate them. Like oh, yeah. no. Spider-Man, I like Batman. Just needs to hire a fucking therapist and stop throwing kids into the meat grinder. Pay your Spider-Man, taxes, Batman. Yeah, seriously, Bruce. <laughs> um, Spider-Man, I just feel like. I get he's supposed to be quippy and like witty and I get he's supposed to have this duality, but maybe it was the mistake of choosing a high school kid to show that duality because I've never felt like there's any kind of, I've never felt that struggle of like, I'm Peter and I'm Spider-Man. I'm both. And I have to protect my family. So I do the mask and blah, blah, blah. I've never felt that pull. So it's weird whenever it just seems like he's coming off as an asshole and cold and callous. Whenever he's like, I'm protecting you by not telling you. Especially the way Tobey Maguire does it at the end of, I actually, Spider-Man too, where it's like, Captain Stacy is like, don't date my daughter. I'm dying now. (laughs) Then he breaks up with her after she's like, 
back from the funeral or whatever. But then it's clear in the next scene, it's very clear they actually are like, no, we're dating, which I appreciate. Right. As opposed yeah. to Toby Maguire at Norman Osborne's <laughs> funeral, and MJ is like confessing her love to him, and his face is like barely affected. He cracks a bit of a smile, and then is like, I'll always be your friend. And she cries, and he just walks away. No, well, yeah, it's <laughs> just. And like the cat, like. It's a shame because both of these movies were cast great. Like Emma Stone, um, Scott Campbell, like uh, the small parts uh, or Campbell Scott had is like Richard Parker was cool, which is weird because you don't normally get like a Richard, like a, like Peter's dad or whatever. They're completely off screen, which I guess there was in the third one. Apparently they were going to, and it didn't get to pay off, but they were going to talk about like Peter's parentage more. Which is like a comic oh, sure. arc, apparently, but right. Like, I had no idea that Peter's dad had like this background as a scientist working for Osgore. That's cool. Yeah, and you know Sally Field and Martin Sheen. Oh, as they were Uncle great. Ben Martin Sheen was they were so awesome. good as Ben. Oh my god, he was like, so good. Yeah, Martin. I, I like Martin Sheen and Sally Field. Anyway, I think they're cool. I yeah, think they're great. Yeah, they're they timeless. Really but seeing them in this modern role was awesome. All of like the real people characters in this movie were great. I think. Um, yeah, it was. Oh man, I don't. I just feel like I don't know. Spider Man never did it for me. I just think he's whiny and like it always comes off like that. Even in fucking the Marvel Zombie comic arcs, when he gets <laughs> bit and he like eats Mary Jane, he then like flip flops constantly. Where he's like, "I'm a zombie. I'm Spider Man." <laughs> I'm a zombie. It's just like fucking fucking emotion, dude. Like I can't do this. I can't do it. One other thing I want to mention just because I like really like it when it happens is uh, every scene of like uh, blue collar New Yorkers coming together to help (laughs) Spider-Man just like, right. Just me fucking goosebumps. It's great. Especially in the first one when it's like, I don't know how many months after, but it's coming out right after nine 11. So the scenes where like, (laughs) <laughs> the New Yorkers like you fuck with one of us, you fuck with all of us, kind of stuff. Was, right? You know, it turns it sort of devolves into like, a lot of xenophobia later, but that, was, those parts were nice. It in the uh, in the second one when like after Doc Ock like attacks the train and all that shit, and uh, oh, there's like pass that, him on the yeah, crowd, like fucking Jesus, the, <laughs> the guy who says that all. He's actually one of my favorite comedians named Joey Diaz. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Joey Diaz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the guy who stands in front of Doc Ock and he's like, nah, he's with us. That's Coco. They get cool like New York stand-ups in there too. It's like the Jim Norton thing and the man on the street thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought those were great. I also like, it's not as good in The Amazing Spider-Man, but when that dude who like, he had saved the kid of this crane operator and when he's trying to oh, get right. to, Oscorp at the, to Oscorp at the end, he's like, this dude's like, come on guys, you're all getting some overtime tonight. Line up the cranes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really like that part too. I like it. Anytime a bunch of blue collar New Yorkers (laughs) unite to help Spider-Man, it really warms my heart. (laughs) The weird thing to work. I I thought it was funny just like as that moment, but uh, I think it's funny that like it touches you a little bit. Like you you feel good. You get a little, you get a little (laughs) solidarity, a bunch of guys helping out (laughs) Spider-Man, a bunch of guys helping dudes. Yeah. You know, um, he's like the people's hero. You know, he's the neighborhood Spider-Man. He's, he's not the, like yeah, a, he's yeah, not he, up there in the Fantastic Four tower, or in yeah, the, he's not, in or the, the Avengers, the Avengers tower. tower. Yeah, yeah, him and that. See, that's why I like Daredevil. 
Like, oh yeah, because he's like I'm, he's a I'm public a, defender in his free guy. time. He's doing a bunch of pro bono yeah. legal work, <laughs> and then he also <laughs> like, is fucking up drug dealers in Hell's Kitchen. Like I'm a daredevil guy, and that's why. Oh, also in fucking No Way Home, Matt Murdock shows up. Yeah, yeah, as the lawyer, it's great, and he catches yeah, his, the fucking <laughs> that brick. That brick. I like before like his reflexes yeah. are faster than Peter's, which is kind of <laughs> crazy. Spider Man's like, how'd you do that? He goes. I'm a good lawyer. And it's like, oh man, that's yeah. such a good, he might such be, a good line. He's supposed to like they might be signaling that he's gonna, you know, get brought up to the majors. Um, Dude, I hope so. so like, yeah, he's really good. I hope so, man. I really Matt it Murdock sucks that, deserves some love. Like the Ben Affleck of, movie was not good. <laughs> oh god, that and then fucking Electra after it. Oh, okay. um, you know what, Alex? We should add that to the list because I don't want to watch. Electra. It'd give me an excuse to no. It'd give me an excuse to watch a Daredevil again. Oh, just watch some episodes of Daredevil because there was the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck in two thousand three. No. Yeah, I remember. It's very bad. <laughs> uh, it is. But... Is that the one? Yeah. Who's that, that Australian fellow that plays Bullseye? Or Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Bullseye. Bullseye <laughs> kills that guy. I think, in the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, listeners, I'm not promising anything, but I think there might be a Daredevil episode in the future because well, we I, I like Daredevil. We did six horror movies in a row. I guess we could go all superhero. Yeah, no fucking weeks. kidding, man. Also, apologies too to the listeners for all of the horror stuff. If you, if you weren't like a fan, movies, uh, yeah, but we really enjoyed <laughs> them. There probably are we, a lot more coming. Not immediately, probably. but definitely. Not. Um, um, but yeah, like seeing Matt Murdock in that new Spider-Man movie, I was hyped because yeah. I'm like, it sucks. Yeah, that, like, I, it was just so the cool. Defender shows kind of suck, but Jessica Jones and Daredevil are really good. But uh, <laughs> Jessica, yeah, Jessica Luke, Jones pretty solid. Daredevil really solid. Luke, Luke Cage, Cage and Iron Fist not so great. Yeah. Well, you know, Luke Cage and Daredevil is really good. <laughs> or in uh, in Jessica Jones is really good. I right. Mean, like it's a <laughs> it's a real bummer, but. I like that in Jessica Jones, it's the same, like, Claire is in there, too. And she's offering Jessica Jones help. And she's like, well, I know someone. And Jessica Jones is like, no, it's okay. But she's referring to Daredevil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Claire her? Oh, Claire's the lawyer, right? Like the No, big... Claire's the nurse. Oh, the nurse. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's like, she's like the cool nurse that knows how to work on soups. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Fun stuff. I don't know. Let's so, uh, so for Spider Man, you know, we have the three with Toby. We have the two with Andrew, and then we have the three with uh, Holland. Holland. Yep. What do you What do you think, man? Do you want to Do you want to reboot Spider Man, or are you going to deboot Spider Man? I'm having fun with the current iteration. I don't know. I'll do whatever rating means endorsing what's going on. Like I'm here for more Spider-Man stuff. I don't want to say reboot because I'm currently enjoying the Tom Holland stuff, but I don't know if they do more of it or God, maybe that, I don't know. Tentative, tentative going to check out that cartoon show, I guess when it comes out, but probably, I don't, I don't know. I like the movies. They're fun. They're silly. Tom Holland is having a rough go of things as Peter Parker. I don't mean like in real life. I just mean like his Peter right. is emotionally devastated. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He's well, really but lost he, everyone he loves about. No he's, one knows he's who devastated. he is anymore. He's devastated so much that he actually ends up moving out of New York and becoming a treasure hunter with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, good yeah i was gonna ask if you'd seen that yet because it came out not right? yet not yet i i need I, i'm chomp I'm, I'm need to man champing at the bit looks so good like can't wait that's can't a wait positive 
positive endorsement. Reboot. Reboot. Keep uh, yeah. I'll see more Spider-Man. Again, I'm gonna have to say what I said with Batman. Like, let's let's take a break. Okay. Like, let let's because we've had what three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies in just under like years. 15 years. Yeah. Like, let's well, g- give Spider-Man a break. Let let's just rest it and then you know let some time pass and then let's get another thing going. I feel like you're kind of yeah. I mean, <laughs> give it a break. It's like throwing a ping pong ball at the Titanic with the fucking inertia that Marvel has right now. <laughs> I don't think they're going to stop making anything Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah but they're not. But you know, the Titanic did sink, so. That is true. So, hope, uh, hope, hope springs eternal. Yeah. When they finally figure out how to reanimate Walt Disney and he is not happy about these superhero movies, then maybe that'll, oh, God. Maybe that'll play out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, guys, uh, Alex, you have any closing statements? Uh. No. No, I don't. All right. Well, go, uh, go find clips of Macho Man Randy Savage and just watch him speak extemporaneous. It's great. Um, for reboot deboot, uh, I was your co-host, the amazing Griffin. I was your friendly neighborhood Alex. Okay, God. Ugh. And we will see you guys <laughs> next week. I was like week. a predator. <laughs> it stinks, and I don't like it. Well, we better get going. I wonder will we ever see each other again? God willing, we'll all meet again in Spaceballs too to search for more money. <laughs>